You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 154, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you. We are talking about, in today's episode, self-worth. And more specifically, we're talking about when was the last time you had the self-worth conversation? And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about self-worth. I'm currently experiencing in my life this, this hashtag, this focus, this theme, especially in, in this year, and it's obviously going to continue in 2019, I'm experiencing this whole concept of leveling up, taking my life to the next level. And I'm looking at all areas of my life, but I'm really focusing and honing in on leveling up in business. And I've talked about this before in terms of focus. I've created a course around it, the Focus Mindset Formula. I think it's very important that you have your one thing, the one thing where you want to level up, the one big goal that you have for the year. Uh, Long gone for me are the days of, you know, coming up with 25 major life goals to achieve by the end of 12 months, right? What does Tony Robbins say? You can, uh, most people under, uh, overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. And so with that kind of focus, I'm, I'm really looking at what does it mean? And the, this is, this is sort of the inner dialogue going on in my head constantly. What does it mean to level up in my business? What does it mean to go to the next level? What does it look like? Who do I have to be to create all that I want? That's one of the most powerful questions you can ever ask yourself, by the way. You know, so often when we're looking at leveling up in one area, whether it's fitness or business, we usually go, how am I? What am I? Why am I, you know, we ask the how, the what, the why, but one of the most important questions that you can ask yourself when you're looking at leveling up is who do I have to be to create all that I want? How do I have to show up? What do I have to do? And a lot of that is what we're going to talk about in today's episode, the the self-worth conversation. But before I dive into today's episode, I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the upcoming Inner Badass Intensive. So those of you who listen to She Runs the Show, you've been with me through the birth, the conception of the Inner Badass Intensive. You've been with me through just talking about what that is going to look like. And in fact, I've got a, a community over on Facebook, a free private community on Facebook for entrepreneurs called Fire Your Inner Critic, Find Your Inner Badass, and Finally Build Your Business. And it's amazing because three weeks out of the month, I do daily FB live trainings in there. And I love the spirit of the group, the energy of the group, and people want to learn, especially as they build their businesses. How do I fire my inner critic? How do I, uh, you know, find and activate my inner badass? How do I finally build not just any business or a business? How do I build a business that I want? So you can join the community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire inner critic. But I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the inner badass intensive because the, the community is a great beginning opportunity. But I always understood that in that Facebook community, I didn't have the wherewithal to go deep on certain topics and to really coach people to a place and to a level of self-belief unlike anything they've ever experienced before, especially when it comes to who they are in business. And so I've created the Inner Badass Intensive, which begins October 1st. It actually starts Monday, October 1st. And it is this, (laughs) 
I don't know how to describe it. It is this deep work, intense, um, all about you, all about your, your inner critic and your inner badass and getting you to really own your inner badass and face your fears and transform self-doubt and raise drastically your level of self-belief. Now you will notice I have not even mentioned self-confidence because self-confidence in the inner badass intensive is pretty irrelevant. It comes along the way. But the heart and soul of the Inner Badass Intensive, which is this eight-week deep work mastermind group coaching uh, intensive, is helping you to level up when it comes to your self-belief. The problem with most people in business is that they don't believe in themselves, period. If you want to know what what is the root or the core of anything that is not working in your business, I'm going to tell you it's your level of self-belief. It's your level of self-belief. And so the problem with self-belief is that nobody ever taught us how to do it. Nobody ever taught us how to assess where we are with our level of self-belief. Nobody ever took the time to mentor and coach us through, well, okay, I'm at three with my level of self-belief. How do I get to 10? How do I stay at 10? How do I go above 10? When, you know, stuff is hitting the fan and obstacles are coming from every direction, how do I, how do I, get stronger instead of weaker under the pressure of life and other people's opinions and emotional vampires. Nobody teaches that. And far too often what we've been taught is to ride our self-belief on the backs of other people's opinions, and that's not true self-belief. So one of my greatest desires in creating the Inner Badass Intensive is I really want to walk a small group of entrepreneurs through this deep work journey of number one, uh, assessing where your self-belief currently is, really getting to the heart of where are you right now is self-belief and self-belief, especially about building this business and building it to the level that you want it to be. Your self-awareness is is week one, your baseline of your self-belief. And then in week two, what we actually are going to do in the Inner Badass Intensive is we're going to clear the emotional garbage. You know, because far too often we live lives where where other folks seem to think that we are emotional garbage cans for their stuff. And in fact, the reason they think that is because we've been emotional garbage cans for our own stuff. And so week two of the Inner Badass Intensive is really about clearing the emotional garbage, the fear, the self-doubt, the people-pleasing tendencies, the insecurity, the risk aversiveness. And then by the time we get to week three and week four, we're talking about how do you raise the bar? on your business, on your life? How do you create a new entrepreneurial identity? We're literally, literally, <laughs> that was a tongue twister. We're literally in weeks three and four creating an entirely new entrepreneurial identity for you. And I'm teaching you how to live into it, not live up to it. There's a difference, but live into it. And then in week five, we're talking about focus and relentless focus and how do you get and stay focused, especially when La Vida Loca is happening, especially when other people are trying to sabotage or get in the way. And my whole stance on that in week five is cause no drama, take no shit. So we are going to learn in week five, how do you get and stay focused? And then week six is about speaking the truth of your value to yourself, to others, to your potential clients, to those in your industry? How do you speak the truth about your value? And then week seven is how do you become unshakable when obstacles seem unmovable? 
See, that's the hard work, right? So we create the entrepreneurial identity, but then by the time we hit, you know, weeks six, seven, and, and finally an eight, I'm really going to put you to the test on given obstacles and other things that I'm going to throw your way. And also life is going to throw your way as you're doing the program. How do you train yourself to become unshakable when obstacles seem unmovable? And then in week eight, we're going to talk about how do you create consciously? Because remember, in any arena of life, and especially in business, you are both creator and destroyer, and you have to know how to wield those powers appropriately. And at the end of the day, it's all invented. So if you're going to invent this business, and you're going to invent your business success, you can do whatever you want, but you have to know how to use your power. So that is that is the deep work of the Inner Badass Intensive, and you know if that's for you. Let me say that again. You know if that's for you. You know if what I've been talking about, you're saying to yourself, I need that. Like, that is what I need to do next. That is what I need to do first. You know if you need it. So here's what I'm going to say to you. If you've heard what I've been saying about the Inner Badass Intensive, and you know this is exactly the deep work that you need, you need the mentoring and the coaching and the community and the mastermind group weekly live coaching calls, and you need the accountability. Listen, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. This, this program is not for, um, weak-minded people. This program is not for people who are not willing to put in the work. If you're not willing to put in the work, let me tell you, we won't even get past the breakthrough call or the application. But this is really for the people who know what they want. They know what they want in business. Something in them knows they have everything they need within them to do it, but they just, they don't know how to get their level of self-belief high enough to do the relentless focus and to do the daily massive action and to believe so strongly that nothing throws them off their game. That's who this program is for. So if you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, that's what I need. I need to raise my level of self-belief. Go to CassandraVon.com forward slash apply and watch number one, watch the webinar, the fear to action webinar. Number two, I've made it really simple. I've put the application right there. Apply just, you know, fill out the application, apply. And then number three, Schedule a breakthrough call with me because I can tell you about what we're covering in each week. But one of the reasons why I require a breakthrough call before I say whether or not you're a good fit for the program is because I've got to know specifically what you're dealing with in your business. And I have to understand where you're coming from, your mindset, your paradigm, what's been limiting you. And we need to develop a plan on that 60 minute breakthrough call of what you need to do next. And I need to know that you're committed to doing those things and especially doing the work of the program. So CassandraVon.com forward slash apply. Watch the webinar, fill out the application, schedule a breakthrough call with me. We will get it moving. And what I'm, I've just been talking about with the Interbatus Intensive is so connected to what we're talking about in today's episode. Because in today's episode, guess what we're talking about? When was the last time you had the self-worth conversation? See, I have the self-worth conversation a lot. I, I have to tell you, I am an introvert somewhat. Uh, I am a Capricorn by sign. I am a uh, five life path and a seven attitude. The seven is the spiritual seeker. So I spent a lot of time in my head. I spent a lot of time talking in my head to myself, self-talk, affirmations, get it together talks. I do a lot of that most of the day in my head. So for me, I have this self-worth conversation all the time. 
But I also know that when I get into seasons of being very, very busy, when I'm working on tons of things in business and tons of things in life and working out a lot and all of this other kind of stuff, it is very easy for me to not have the self-worth conversation with myself. And then that's typically when I slip and when I lose my understanding of where my self-worth needs to be coming from. And I fall prey to things like people pleasing and, you know, listening to what other people are saying and allowing other people's energy to impact my energy. So this episode is really for those of you who might be in a very busy season, or even if you're not in a busy season and you, you know, you've got some self-worth issues. Bottom line, we all have self-worth issues. So don't feel bad if you have self-worth issues. We all do. But this is an episode where it's time to bring to your remembrance and it's time to get super real in this moment with the self-worth conversation. And so I want to talk today about the self-worth conversation and how do you have that conversation. I've also created a program that goes even deeper than what we're going to talk about today called The Secret to Self-Worth. It is an online digital program. You buy it, you download it. You can find out more about it at CassandraVon.com forward slash self-worth. The secret to self-worth because there is a process to this. What we're going to talk about gives you the framework for having the self-worth conversation. But if you really want to do a deep dive and you want to make this part of the work that you do on yourself as you build your business, you're going to want the secret to self-worth, CassandraVaughn.com forward slash self-worth. So I want to talk today about this whole thing, this whole notion of the self-worth conversation, because there are so many questions, uh, not questions, there's so many quotes on Pinterest that I love about self-worth. So many. For example, I love the quote that says, don't feel guilty for doing what's best for you. Don't feel guilty for doing what's best for you. So often people thrive. They thrive on the guilt that we feel when we start to take care of ourselves, when we start to put ourselves first. People, you know, people like to make us feel guilty for putting our needs, our desires, our goals first, which oftentimes bites people in the butt when they're building a business. Because when you're trying to build a business, but you have family members who are guilting you about why you're not available to cook dinner or why you're not available to go to this recital or why you're, you know, it, it hurts your ability to engage in guilt-free focus on your business when people are guilting you about you focusing on your business. So I love that first quote because it is very important that when you're having the self-worth conversation, one of the things that you say to yourself is, I'm not going to feel guilty for doing what's best for me. Sorry about that. When I'm at my best, I can give you the most. But if I'm not at my best, I can't give you the most. So I'm not going to feel guilty for doing what's best for me. Second quote that I love, and this is from Charles Orlando, and it's also about self-worth. Don't settle. Either they will wake up to the fact that you are worth more or you will. Let me say that quote again, because there's a lot, I mean, I could do a whole podcast episode on this one alone. Don't settle. Either they will wake up to the fact that you are worth more or you will. Let's be very clear. And I'm going to cover this in the five steps to the self-worth conversation that's coming up, but I want to just get this out there right now so we can just drop the mic on it and, and you can just let this get into your spirit. There are some people that you will come across, that you will experience, that will be in your life who will never think you're worthy. Let me say that again. There are some people in your life that no matter what you do for them, what you show them, what you prove to them, you will never be good enough in their eyes. So 
This is where the non-negotiable of not settling comes in. When Charles Orlando says, don't settle, either they will wake up to the fact that you are worth more, or you will. Bottom line, stop trying to prove yourself to people who are committed to you not being worthy. They're committed to it. You're not going to change their minds. Stop trying to do that. That's a really big focus. Now, here's another thing. And let me just uh, shut off that AC. I just had the AC shut on for a minute there. Um, another quote that I love is this. Not a single drop of my self-worth depends on your acceptance. This is, this is one of the goals of having the self-worth conversation with yourself. You want to get to a place where not a single drop of your self-worth depends on anybody else's acceptance. Would you love their acceptance? Yes. Would you appreciate their acceptance? Of course you would. Do we love it when people love us? Heck yeah. But part of the reason that I created The Secret to Self-Worth as a program, I wanted a program where by the end, you would get to a place where you truly, really felt that not a single drop of your self-worth depends on anybody else's acceptance. That's a key thing. Here's the other piece. And I love this quote. Your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. Lots of people fight this. I fought this, this idea for years, right? I, I spent a lot of years telling a victim story. Well, they did this to me and they treated me like this and they behaved like this and la, 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 all them, all of that nonsense. Here's reality. We teach people how to treat us. We teach people how to treat us. So, and here's, uh, let me, I need to step back for a second because there's something that I really need to say about this. I'm not saying that horrible people don't come into our lives or that assholes don't come into our lives or that people who treat us badly won't show up even if we're feeling great about the, ourselves, they will. But here's the difference. People will show up, but you get to decide whether or not they stay. Do you get what I'm saying? So, so all types of people are going to show up in your lives, the ones that you want and the ones that you don't want. But your level of self-worth is what is going to dictate how long they take up space in your life. So when the quote says your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have, it's not that you're attracting bad people because you are a bad person. I don't believe that woo-woo crap. What I do believe is that all kinds of people are going to be attracted to you and there will be people who are attracted to you because they are like-minded with you, but there will also be people who are attracted to you because they are the opposite of you and they want what you've got. And it's up to you to decide who gets to stay and who's got to leave. And that's why your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. You teach people how to treat you. Here's the other quote that I love. And I just talked about this on my Facebook page, CassandraVon.com forward slash, oh, actually, no, Facebook.com forward slash CassandraVonMBA. I just wrote a whole really personal post about it. Believe it or not, sometimes proving your worth means leaving people who won't appreciate it the hell alone. How can you prove your worth more? By stressing yourself, settling for less. They see your worth already. They just don't value it. That's a quote from Horatio Jones. Can we just drop the mic on this for a second? There are lots of people in your life who you've spent years trying to prove that you're good, prove that you're worthy of their love, prove that they should treat you different. You know, all this proving nonsense. And you spent years trying to show them that you're worth being treated better by them. 
Here's the issue with you doing that. Besides the fact that it's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, here's the problem with it. They always knew that you, they always saw your worth. They always knew that you had worth and, but here's the thing. They saw your worth. They just don't value your worth. Do you get the difference? They see your worth already. They just don't value it. So it's not simply an issue of, I'm going to prove to them that I'm worthy. They might see your worth. Guess what? They don't value it. They're still going to treat you like crap. So at the end of the day, what Horatio is saying in this quote is so true. Believe it or not, sometimes proving your worth means leaving people who won't appreciate it the hell alone. How can you prove your worth more? By stressing yourself, settling for less. They see your worth already. They just don't value it. And that's a hard thing to accept sometimes, especially when the people who see your worth but don't value it are your parents, your siblings, your spouse, your partner, your you know colleagues, whatever, even your employees. Sometimes it's really, it's a hard pill to swallow when you have to say to yourself, they see my worth. They do. They, they see my worth. But you know what? They don't value it. That is a hard pill to swallow. But you got to swallow it. You got to move on from that. Because people who are, who are choosing to believe that you, you're not valued, they're going to treat you that way. And you get to decide whether you stay in the company of people who don't value you. That's your decision to make. It has nothing to do with them. They can continue to not value you, but you don't have to continue to take it. Boom. Last quote I'm going to talk about before I talk about the five steps to the self-worth conversation uh, by Rob Liano. He said, self-respect, self-worth, and self-love all start with self. Stop looking outside of yourself for your value. I'm going to say this again because that's a drop. Rob just dropped the mic on that quote. Self-respect, self-worth, and self-love all start with self. Stop looking outside of yourself for your value. You will never find your value out anywhere outside of yourself ever. You will, there is nothing and there is no one who is ever going to give you your self-respect, your self-worth, your self-love, your self-belief. Those are things you can't get outside of yourself. So why we spend decades, and I'm including myself here, I've spent decades Trying to find those things in other people, in other situations, in job titles, in degrees. Listen, self-worth, self-respect, and self-love all start with self. Stop looking outside of yourself for your value. It's not outside, it's in. It's in. But a lot of us are afraid to go within because we're afraid of what we're going to find if we look in there. So I'm going to ask you the question again. When was the last time you had the self-worth conversation? When was the last time you sat down with yourself and you had a little get it together conversation with yourself about your level of self-worth? Now I want to teach you how do you have the self-worth conversation, especially when it applies to business. So when it's time to have a get it together talk on self-worth with you, you with you, there are five steps to the self-worth conversation. Step number one, and these are five questions that you need to ask yourself, just so you know, if you're taking notes, you're writing this down. These are five steps, five questions that you need to ask yourself. So five steps to the self-worth conversation. Step number one, here's question number one. How am I showing up in the world? First thing you got to do if you're going to have the self-worth conversation is you need to ask yourself, how am I showing up in the world in terms of what I say, what I do, how I operate, who I allow in my inner circle, 
what I tolerate or accept from others? And am I bringing joy to life or do I bring negativity? Am I an Eeyore or a Tigger? Now listen, I veer naturally on the side of Eeyore rather than Tigger. I have Tigger tendencies, but I'd say naturally left to my own devices, not, you know, having to do any of the, the meditation and the yoga and the other things that I do. I, I'm set, I'm more an Eeyore than a Tigger. So it takes some work for me to get Tiggerish. If that's, that's not even a word, but you know what I mean? To go on the Tigger side of things. And here's the reality. I'm constantly saying to myself, how am I showing up in this situation? Especially situations that piss me off. Especially situations that make me upset. That's why, here's one thing that I'll tell you about me. When I'm really pissed off about something or I'm frustrated or I'm mad, the first thing I, I try to do, because it doesn't always happen. First thing I try to do is shut my mouth and get by myself. I literally want to shut my mouth and get by myself because I know that with my ear tendency, if I start talking too soon, if I don't process, if I don't meditate, if I don't deep breathe, I'm going to say a lot of things that I'm going to regret later. And so because I know that about myself, especially in times that are tough or challenging, I do ask myself, how am I showing up in the world? How am I, what am I saying? What am I doing? Am I congruent between what I say and what I do? How am I operating? Who am I allowing in my inner circle? What am I tolerating or accepting? Do I bring joy to life or do I bring negativity? That's step number one. Step number two, and this is the second question you want to ask when you're having the self-worth conversation with yourself. What am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? A lot of people don't evaluate what they're saying yes and no to. And as a coach, most coaches will tell you this, every yes is a no and every no is a yes. So whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So whenever you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And so the question becomes, what am I saying yes to? And what am I saying no to? In terms of today's priorities, what am I saying yes and no to? My boundaries. Am I allowing people to violate my boundaries left and right? Am I bending over backwards for people? Am I people pleasing? So what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to in terms of my boundaries? What am I saying yes and no to in terms of how I'm setting up and running my day, my time management? How do I deal with requests from others, especially when they're trying to impede upon my focus time to work on my business? And what am I saying yes and no to in terms of my self-care non-negotiables? What am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? That is step number two, question number two. The third step in having the self-worth conversation, the third question you need to ask yourself is, what am I basing my self-worth assessment on? This is a really big one. You know, sometimes we think that we've got self-worth down to a science and like, okay, I'm not, I'm not worried about what other people think of me and I'm, you know, whatever. And, you know, I, I'm not going to base how I feel about business by people constantly asking me, well, when are you going to make some money or when are you going to make more money? But the reality is, is you, you want to ask, especially question number three, what am I basing my self-worth assessment on pretty frequently? Because it changes with mood. It changes with perception. It changes with what kind of day you're having. It changes with how strong or weak you feel in a given moment. It changes by whether you slept really well last night or you had a crappy night of sleep. You want to ask yourself, what am I basing in this moment? Because it can change from moment to moment. In this moment, what am I basing my self-worth on? And in terms of, do I get the bulk of my self-worth from my looks? Some people do. 
Do I get the bulk of my self-worth based on how smart I am? I'm one of those people who typically got a lot of self-worth from being smart, being intelligent, being educated. Do you get it from your intelligence, from your intelligence, from your achievements, from other people's opinions? Some people, their self-worth is completely driven about whether other people clap for them, whether other people see them as the leader of the pack, whether they actually are the leader or not. So what are you basing your self-worth assessment on? And is that assessment, so there's, there's two ways you can do your self-worth assessment. You can either make your self-worth about what is internal and eternal, or you can create your self-worth assessment based on what is external and conditional. One works better, obviously. So in step number three, question number three, when you're saying, what am I basing my self, uh, self-worth assessment on? You're saying, am I basing it on external and conditional stuff that I, A, I can't control because it's outside of me. And B, it's conditional because it could change. Like my looks at 20 will not be what my looks are at 70. They will change. So is my assessment internal and eternal, which is powerful, or is my self-worth assessment external and conditional, which is disempowering? That's the third question when you're having the self-worth conversation. Step number four and the fourth question you're asking when you're having the self-worth conversation is this. To what extent do I feel fear, shame, and guilt? That's a tongue twister. To what extent do I feel fear, shame, or guilt for being brilliant? I'm just going to drop the mic on that one and sit silent for a second because I I want you to just, I want you to take that one in because that's, this is, this, we're, we're going deep now. Step number four, question number four. To what extent do I feel fear, shame, or guilt? for being brilliant. Do you know how often people try to make you feel guilty for being amazing? Do you know how much people try to shame other folks into not speaking about their brilliance and not speaking about their power? Do you know how often people try to make you feel like you're stuck up, uh, arrogant, an asshole, Because you happen to know how worthy you are. Do you know how often people try to make other people feel that way out of their own insecurities, out of their own lack of pursuing their dreams? Do you know how often people try to belittle other people when they see them shining because they have lost the light in their own eyes? I am just saying there comes a moment when you're having a self-worth conversation where you need to do step number four and ask question number four, which is to what extent... Do I feel fear, shame, or guilt for being brilliant? Mm. You know, I wrote a book, one of my first books that I wrote, and you can, you can find all of my books on Amazon at overcomingfearbooks.com. But one of the first books I wrote is something like, oh, I hope I remember the title. Um, 10 things that brilliant women do that other women won't. Let me say that again. 10 things that brilliant women do that other women won't. And I talk about this in that book. I talk about the fact that Lots of uh, women who are not owning their brilliance, because all women are brilliant. Lots of women not owning their brilliance try to shame other women who are fully embodying their brilliance by making them feel bad because they look at themselves and go, damn, I'm hot. Or they look at themselves and they go, I am powerful. Like A lot of women try to shame women who are operating in their divine feminine. And it's shameful because... 
all women have the power to do that. And yet some choose not to, and some choose to embody their brilliance. And so the fourth thing you need to ask yourself when you're having the self-worth conversation is to what extent do I feel fear, shame, or guilt for being brilliant? And then the fifth and final step in having the self-worth conversation, the fifth question you need to ask yourself is, am I willing to change my relationship with my potential, my power, and my greatness starting right now? Because see, here's the thing. All four questions, and let me go over them one more time, all five questions. Question number one, how am I showing up in the world? Question number two, what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? Question number three, what am I basing my self-worth assessment on? Is my assessment internal and eternal, or is it external and conditional? One works better. Question number four, to what extent do I feel fear, shame, or guilt for being brilliant? And step number five, am I willing to change my relationship with my potential, my power, and my greatness from this moment forward, starting right now? You have to be willing This is the whole thing. At the end of the day, you could have this get it together talk with yourself. You could conduct this whole self-worth conversation. But if you are not willing to change your relationship with you, to change your relationship with your potential, your power, and your greatness starting right now, not waiting till Monday, not waiting till next year, not waiting for a New Year's resolution, not waiting for somebody else to change. If you are not willing to change your relationship with your potential, your power, and your greatness starting right now, nothing changes. You can get real with the other four questions, but if you're not willing to change, nothing will change. Which is why I created the secret to self-worth. Because Sometimes, sometimes you ask yourself these five questions and boom, you snap yourself into, you know, your power and you go on about your business. But most people can't do that with five simple questions like this. Most people need the deeper work where we do the exercises and the journal assignments and you listen to the audio training and you watch the video training and you give it time to soak into your being. Most people need that. And so if you know that everything you're hearing today is what you needed to hear because your self-worth has taken a major hit, especially in your business, then go to CassandraVon.com forward slash self-worth and pick up your copy of The Secret to Self-Worth. Here's the thing at the end of the day. No one will ever value you until you value you. And you will not have the power to fire people from your life who don't value you until you value you. So it works on all levels. The people who are holding up space in your life that don't value you, you won't dismiss them till you value you. And you won't attract the people who do value you on the level of your self-worth until you have that level of self-worth within. So here's my call to action. Go to CassandraVon.com forward slash self-worth, grab your copy of The Secret to Self-Worth, and Ask yourself these five questions on a daily basis for at least the next month. Yes, I said the next month. Sure as heck did. This is not a conversation that's one and done. Let me be very clear. This is not a conversation you have one time for one hour under a tree in the middle of the forest and you call it good. This is a conversation you need to have on a daily basis for the next 30 to 31 days. And you need to practice and you need to contemplate and you need to reflect and you need to think about and you need to wrestle with and you need to, you got to do the work. You've got to do the work. So when was the last time you had the self-worth conversation? And are you willing to have the self-worth Get it together, talk conversation for the next 30 to 31 days. I hope you said yes. I hope you say yes to you because you are that brilliant 
and you are that powerful, and I think it's high time you owned it. There it is. Drop the mic. (laughs) There it is. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Please share this with three people that you know need it. We all know people who are so amazing and so powerful, and yet they don't own their power. They don't see their power. They don't use their power. Share this episode with three people. Just send them a message. Send them a PM and give them the link. Send them an email. Text them and give them the link. Tell them, I don't care if you're in business or not. I, it doesn't matter that you, you, you don't want to ever be in business. Listen to this because you need this today. You're welcome. Hashtag you're welcome. Send it to three people today. All right, everybody. I will talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>